Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why am I not worthy of being my full self? Oh my goodness. Why do I feel I'm not worthy of being the fullness who, of who I am? Because when you're not the fullness of who you are, you can't share your true gifts. Mm. Hi, I'm Miss Danielle, and this is Help a Human Out. Last week, we talked about teaching through two pandemics with Miss Jahora Warren. It was a fantastic witty conversation between two educators who really, really care about the kids. If you didn't get a chance to listen, please make sure you do that and take a listen back to all of our other things. This week, we want to highlight a DM that we got. Um, By the way, love when you reach out, love when you send us voice memos, love when you participate because you're helpers and that's what we do here. This one came through Instagram. It was a direct message. It says, hi, Miss Danielle. First, Thank you for being so candid and raw in your show. No problem. Uh, My pleasure. I greatly appreciate it, and I know others do too, but I have a question. You talk a lot about showing up as your authentic self. It sounds beautiful and amazing, but for me, it feels idealistic. I don't mean to dismiss your ability to do that, but I guess I just struggle understanding who my authentic self is, or maybe it's lacking the confidence to show up as her. I also want to take up my space in the world while being conscious of my privilege as a peach woman. Could you break down your approach to showing up as your authentic self? Woo, that is a lot. Now listen, yes, I am here. I feel like I have gotten to my authentic self, right? But it's a a struggle for me. I go back and forth sometimes. I'm committed to not code switching. I'm committed to doing certain things, but... Our goal here is to find an expert, and we've done it, all right? This is a conversation that is going to be phenomenal because we have a phenomenal woman on the show today. Her name is Therese Couture. She is the founder of Embodied Black Girl. It's a global community that creates safe space for Black women and women of color to heal from intergenerational trauma and racialized stress and embody liberation. You know this is a woman after my own heart. Hello. She's a leadership coach whose work lies at the intersection of leadership, spirituality, healing, mindfulness, decolonization, and social change. Listen, (laughs) we were so ready for her to come. I create experiences that guide you to remember who you truly are. That's what she says. That's what she's all about, which sounds like exactly what our helpers need. Hell, it sounds like what I need. Therese is a delight, and I hope you enjoy her as much as I do. Here is my conversation with Therese Couture. So I will be honest, Therese, I probably am one of those people who kind of falls in the the toxic positivity category, but it's natural for me. And maybe it seems toxic to other people, but I'm I'm really pushing through trying hard. So I'm I'm glad you're here cuz I want to talk all about it. 
Yeah, thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for having me, Ms. Danielle. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. And that's such an awesome question, how to be our authentic selves. And um, it's so funny when you were like, when I had read Peach, I was like, hmm. And then when you explained it, what it meant, I was like, okay, <laughs> the lack of melanin folks. But um yeah, I think that's a great question. And I, first I have to say is like when the questions that we ask can lead us to deeper answers. And yes. yeah, so it's really important to ask ourselves questions and not just like blow it off. And what I would say to that person is like, how are you being inauthentic? How are you not showing up as yourself? Because a lot of times if we're being inauthentic, it's usually being expressed in our behavior somehow. Maybe it's with, you know, your coworkers or your colleagues and you feel like I'm not truly being who I truly am. So it just, it really depends on the angle. So I'm taking that first angle first of like, okay, if you're not being who you truly are with others in your life, first you got to get clear on, okay, how am I not being authentic? When do I Mm. sense that I'm not being authentic? And that typically is a sense that, uh, that arises in our bodies. So quick question, maybe we should, maybe we should describe like what it means to be authentic, right? So for you, what does it mean to be authentic? What does authenticity mean to you? Is I think maybe it maybe it's the definition. Maybe people think being authentic means something different. So what is your definition of authenticity? Yeah, my definition of authenticity is being able to show up as my full self in all circumstances and situations. That's pretty much who it is, like what it is for me, like being able to show up in the fullness of who I am, not being able to, not needing to hide or shrink which is something that I feel a lot of folks who identify as women or who have been Mm. socialized as women do like hide or shrink in order to show up in certain spaces. I'm curious to know if you had a a, a turning point, okay? Because I know for me, I have been, my my therapist, Beth, we refer to Beth a lot on this podcast here because (laughs) Beth and I have been riding hard for a good decade, okay? So my therapist, Beth, calls me and... um, recovering perfectionist, right? And I'll take that because it's probably true. And I think that for me and my perfectionism, um, when you're trying to be a perfectionist, there really isn't a good way to be authentic because if you're trying to please everyone, how could you really be showing up in spaces as your authentic self, right? Because everybody likes something different. So was there a breaking point for you or or an aha moment as um, Mama Oprah likes to call them? But Was there that aha moment for you where you were like, you know what? I'm tired of pretending. I'm just going to show up. Or were you always good at it? No, I I don't think I was always good at it at all. Um, I feel like, especially for me as a Black woman, having to like shape shift or, you know, code switching. Code switch. Right? Code switching. And really for me, what was the defining moment was these things impacted my health and impacted my Mm. physical health and my mental health. It got, it gets exhausting not showing up as your authentic self and not being who you truly are or not having the conversations that you truly want to be having. So I couldn't do it anymore. And one of the 
things that really woke me up. I feel like the work that I've been doing um, on myself for over a decade now, but I remember when my dad passed away and when that grief hit and my dad, and I recognized I was, you know, doing my business, doing really well. I recognized that I wasn't showing up as my full authentic self. And that meant I wasn't bringing forward my full gifts as a space holder, as a coach, as a healer. And that impacted me. Then a year and a half after that happened, and I won't go into like all the big details, but I was racially profiled. And in an incident that almost cost me my life. And that just, I mean, it brought me to my knees, but I was like, no, it it was like a full stop. No, I'm being who I am. And I'm standing up for justice. I'm standing up for liberation on an even deeper level. So those are like, for me, those are catalyzing moments, but there's been so many moments that led, led up to those moments. And we don't have to wait for something bad or griefful to happen to us in order to make that choice. We can make that choice because there's a cost. And that cost, I think, especially for, you know, Black women, that cost is our health. Um, That cost is also, like, we have the stats in terms of, like, the amount of Black women who have, I was reading about it yesterday, who have hypertension, right? That's stress. Chronic stress. Yeah, that's chronic stress. And chronic stress creates these illnesses down the line. So it doesn't happen overnight, but after years of chronic stress, after years of repression, after years of all of that over and over again, coupled with the stress of living in the society, right? Living in this culture, it has an impact. So I just feel it's for my health, my health, my livelihood to show up as my authentic self. I, it never fails. My producer, Emma, is probably um, back in the background <laughs> shaking her head because she, she's probably knowing exactly where this is headed. I'm mind blown right now, first of all. A couple different things. The universe is beautiful. I said, was there a, a life-defining moment or was there an aha moment? And you said, and please forgive me if my emotions, don't even forgive me. I'm not saying sorry, okay? My emotions probably might pop up here for a second. But I said, you know, was there a moment where you and you brought up the loss of your dad? Well, sister, sister, um, my dad died at the beginning of the pandemic at 53 years old. Mm-hmm. And I, as soon as you said it, my whole body got goosebumps because it's a loss that people who don't, people who still have their parents um, could never understand. It's the same thing as like, as a black person, as a black woman, someone who is not a black woman could never understand right? And you can, you can try to empathize and you could, you could walk alongside those people and you can show up for them, but you could never understand what it's like to lose a parent until you lose a parent. I was even preparing to lose my parent and I still wasn't ready, right? It was that huge loss and, and also racial justice moments for me too, where it was like, I have this one precious life and I lost my dad. Like, you can't really tell me, you can't hurt me worse. 
Like that is such pain. So I, I just want to say that I see you, I hear you also as a person with inattentive ADHD that we, we name on the show because occasionally I will interrupt a guest. <laughs> it is not on purpose. It is the way my brain works. I couldn't even say anything. You stopped me dead in my tracks. And I just wanted to sit back and listen because I felt so understood in that moment, like beyond understood. And I get it. I really get it. So I just want to say that I hear you. I see you. And I'm so glad that you said, hey, this happened for me in this way. But everyone doesn't have to have some crazy loss, right? Everyone doesn't have to have that. Now, we've had that and it's unfortunate and it pushed us to to great lengths. And I'm glad that we're here. I'm glad that I've wound up where I am and that I do feel as though I'm kind of walking in my purpose and I'm, I'm trying very hard. I've committed to not code switching and things like that. But you said something so beautiful about how you hope that it's not this grief or you hope that it's not something else or it doesn't have to be. And so talk a little bit about the commitment to showing up as yourself um, and, and just what that would look like for someone who hasn't gone through the things that we have gone through. Well, I would say, first of all, I'm so sorry about your dad as well. I'm so sorry about your dad. I know. Well. I'm like, sorry. I should I should I should have started with that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I get I'm it. So sorry. I'm so sorry. I get it too. And it's this loss that it's hard to explain. And it took Ugh. me such a long time to be able to even say that he was gone. Like I couldn't say it because yeah. I couldn't accept it. And even though I knew it, I just, I just couldn't say it. And um, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I think right now, this is something that we're modeling and I just want to anchor it or point it out. And that's part of being your authentic self is not skipping moments. And so many times we just like skip moments to get out of the discomfort, like talking about losing a parent is uncomfortable. It brings up emotions. And we live in a culture that always wants to skip and move past this as fast as possible, all the sad things. And mm-hmm. I, under, I can understand why. And that also prevents us from showing up in our authentic, in our full authentic self. And since we're talking about grieving, the thing that's coming up in my heart is asking that person, well, what do you need to grieve? Mm -hmm. What do you need to grieve? What parts of you do you need to grieve? Or what, and, and it could be something that happened to you, but it can also be parts of you and things that have happened to you that you need to grieve in order to show up as your authentic self. And I think people forget that, right? I think because, especially I will say this, I'm going to name that as Black women, it is ingrained in us to keep pushing forward. Be strong, be strong, strong Black women, strong women, strong Black women, all, you know, all our lives. And so we become, not just Black women, but people in general become really good at moving past something. But just because you move through it or past it doesn't mean you've healed from it. And people forget that. They're like, oh, yeah, it's been a year. Right. But if you haven't felt those feelings... There's no way you're showing up as your authentic self. If you haven't done the work to heal, to really feel those things that are kind of like knocking on the depths of your soul, how on earth could you be showing up authentically? Yeah, and healing is a spiraling deeper. That's what I say. It's a spiraling deeper. So 
You may be like, oh yeah, it's been a year and I've cried about my dad. But then you might find next year or two years from now, something else comes up. And I was just talking to my clients today and I was saying, just because it comes up again, doesn't mean that means, oh, you didn't do the work. It's just a spiraling deeper. Mm. And it's just an opportunity to like peel the layers of the onion and you're just going to the core or the way I like to think about it is like almost like a flower and it's blossoming and you're like, oh, wow, there's something else to look at. It's not that you're just, oh, the work that I did didn't matter or it didn't work. I like to look at it as, oh, it's an invitation to go deeper, to go to another layer. So in terms of being our authentic selves. I... I'm so amazed. I love this podcast for many reasons. This podcast brings people into my life. We're always trying to help others. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, I got more work to do. (laughs) So I'm so happy you're here. And I'm so happy to be having this conversation because I'm hearing so many beautiful things. I'm hearing you say that even if I'm triggered by something, it doesn't mean I'm not healing from it because healing is not completely linear, right? You can have setbacks in your healing. um, And I think. I think that is so important because what I've decided to do is be um, an investigator, right? Like I'm an investigator of why I feel a certain way. Why? Why, why, why? I always ask myself that, but why am I feeling this? And is this actually mine? Does this really belong to me? And I love what you're saying because, what did you say? You said spiraling deeper for me. Spiraling deeper. Come on, spiraling deeper. Yes, I want to spiral deeper because when I'm triggered by something that I think I've healed from, it doesn't mean all the work is canceled. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means maybe I need to, like you said, spiral a little deeper. Maybe, maybe I need to ask the questions. Okay, why is this still hurting me? Why did, why did I respond this way? And what is this bringing up, right? And to be able to ask yourself those questions and to be able to really investigate your own feelings is so important and being able to show up as your authentic self. You got to ask, why do I feel this way? Where did I get this from? Is this even mine, right? And if you're not willing to ask yourself those questions, I don't think you're ever going to make it your authentic self. And how sad would it be to live your whole life not being who you were meant to be or even who you should be or are? Yeah, and you know what? What's coming up as you're talking is like, what truth do you need to say? Like being your authentic self starts sometimes by just telling the truth. And what truth are you holding? Are you not saying? And sometimes it's speaking your truth, like giving it voice is what gives you the power. You you are your authentic self. It's a moment. And I think as I'm thinking about it, it just feels like it's a moment by moment choice to be authentic. Yeah. And if you find that, okay, I'm not being authentic in this moment, you can choose again. You can make a different choice to be authentic in that same moment. Oh, yes. Woohoo! Come on. It's a whole, it's a sermon. I'm so here for the sermon. Okay. So I just want to make sure I'm hearing what I'm, I, I want to regurgitate it back because it's landing a certain way and I want to make sure I got it. So even in those moments where, Sometimes we're showing up, right? And 
when we're, when we're quiet, does that mean we're necessarily being authentic or could we be processing, right? So I want to make sure that in those moments where I don't say something right away, is this because I'm being inauthentic or is it possible for me to take my time? Because I'm also impulsive and a very big empath and a feeler. So sometimes something may feel inauthentic to me because I, I just have this burst of like, I need to say something, but I also know that I'm impulsive, right? So I take the time and I slow down and I process. Now, would that be considered, in your opinion, me being inauthentic or is that slowing down to figure out what is my authentic feeling as opposed to what the trigger just gave me, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think it's important to listen, right? Because what you're saying is like developing the art of listening. And I think what, what's coming up is like, in order to be authentic, we also have to be good listeners. Mm-hmm. and Including to ourselves, Yeah, right? to ourselves and to others. And, and just, and I guess the urge to, res- to we can either react or we can either mm-hmm. respond, right? So right. depending on whatever it is that you're going to say, is it a reaction that's coming from a place of ego, Or is it a response that's coming from your soul? And when it's a response coming from your soul, that's when you know it's an authentic place. It's not necessarily um, following every impulse. Because, for example, if someone is like addicted to something, right? The impulse is like, oh, to grab the thing you're addicted to. But it's not Mm -hmm. for your highest. So I think uncoupling impulse from that necessarily being authentic and authentic is more so about soul. Bring it back. Bring it back. You said (laughs) uncoupling, say it again, because that was, that was one of those ones I need to, I need to process that one. Uncoupling. Uncoupling impulses from being authentic. Like it's not something that's coupled together. Oh, just because you're being impulsive, that means you're being authentic. Authentic is coming from a deeper place. It's coming from soul. Like taking a moment. Mm. Sometimes you need to take a moment. If you're in the middle of a disagreement, right? You can want to say something that's really hurtful or you can take a moment and take a break or walk away. So it's not necessarily following every impulse, which is different from intuition, which is different from intuition. Impulse is not intuition. Yeah. Absolutely. Always follow your intuition. Trust your gut people at all costs. But ego is not necessarily authentic, right? Ego is is a defense mechanism. Ego is, I have to prove a point. Ego is, I feel attacked and I just need to, ah, right? That's not authentic. That is not authentic at all. It's just, it's just what we've been taught to do. Defend, respond, you know, react just quickly. And I think if we slow down, it allows us to stop our ego kind of dead in its tracks and say, hey, you know, what, what is this? Why, why are you doing this? And then you can actually peel back those layers that you were talking about and get to that authentic piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your authentic self is, I, I believe, my belief is that it, it comes deep from your soul. It comes from a deeper place. And it's, and it's not an egoic place where you're trying to, like you say, you're not trying to 
diminish someone else. You're not trying to wear a mask because ego so much has to do with wearing masks and not, mm-hmm. and hiding, right? You're hiding something oftentimes with the ego. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. In the spirit of authenticity... Would you say you had an awakening at some point? Hmm. How would you define an awakening? Awareness. Um, I just feel like a lot of times I have conversations with people and they are not able to recognize ego. They're not able to recognize some of the, the things that you are referring to. And only when I talk to people who have had some type of awakening, and I guess that's a good thing, d- definition. Um, I would say like really and I'm not talking about religion or anything like that. I'm talking about like spiritually connected. I hear you keep talking about soul. I, I hear you keep talking about, um, you know, I, I, I can't explain it, but I can feel it. And I'm wondering if there was some type of spiritual connection that made you just feel um, really connected to something that allows you to have that kind of that empowerment of like, I'm going to exist in this world as I am. Um, because when I hear you talk about ego and I hear you talk about your soul and your and spirit and thing like things like that, I've only ever heard people who felt really spiritually connected talk like that. And I don't know what the spiritual looks like for you or the spiritual realm looks like for you. And it looks different for everybody, but I'm wondering if there's a piece of that for you because it seems to be coming through very, very strong for me right now. Thank you. Thank you for um, sharing that. Because I was like, oh, I wanted to know what that meant for you. And I guess what I would say is that it's my practice, not so much of an awakening. It's it's a practice. Yeah. And Tell me more, please. And I've been meditating for 16, 17 years, like regularly. You were way ahead of the game, girl. <laughs> so just being in that practice and even like this morning, I wanted to like hop on my computer and just start working. And I was like, okay, one second. We have time. Let's just make a little bit of time, make a little space to check in. And I, I'm very careful about using words that, um, that signify like, oh, I'm at some end place. I'm like, no, I'm in. My, I'm still on the journey. I feel like I'm still healing, and. Yeah. Like, I feel we all are until we die and then whatever happens afterwards happens. And yeah. I think it's all it's all about a, showing up in a practice. So meditation as a practice, it what it does, it allows you to be an observer. Mm. 
Also, I also practice and teach breath work. So those practices allow me to be an observer. So I'm not, I am not my thoughts. You know, I think some people might have heard in meditation, they say, you're not your thoughts. So it allows you to take the observer seat and see, oh, you're, I am not my thoughts. And when you create that, when you are in that observer role, I think you're able to observe yourself. <laughs> like you're able to observe yourself yeah. and make choices from a, a more integral or from a place that's, that's deep, that deeply rooted in soul opposed to from an egoic place. So I feel like that's, that's what my spirituality is like definitely meditation, prayer, breath work. Um, I come from a family of healers and that was one of the things my dad, he was a healer. He was also a mathematician and all these things. Yeah. And, and part of it, part of the lesson in that was, okay, stepping into my role as a holding space for healing. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. And I, I think about, you know, our listener question, and she said that she struggles understanding who her authentic self is, or I like this part of it. Maybe it's just lacking the confidence to show up as her. And I want to take a second and hold space for that. And to, to name that we live in a world, we live in a society that is very good at teaching us to be inauthentic, giving us the tools to be inauthentic. We live in a social media driven world where everybody gets to see everyone's highlight reel, right? And like, who is even real anymore? What is real anymore? What, you know, we're perceiving so many different things. And so I want to hold space for our listener and say that, yeah, if you're lacking the confidence to show up as yourself, it does make sense because of how we're socialized, because of the world we live in. And so to to make sure that we're all showing ourselves grace on this journey, because it's not easy to show up as your authentic self in a world that is constantly telling you what you should, could, need to be, instead of in encouraging you, inspiring you, empowering you to actually show up as you should be who you are. Yeah. When, as you were talking, one of the things I, I think about is when someone asks, how are you? And most people, do they even answer that question authentically and really share how they are? And are we asking that question from an authentic place and sharing you know, and really wanting to know, yeah, really, I want to know how are you or just like this formality that we're just like, oh, okay, how are you? And um, like, how are you really? Mm-hmm. Are we answering that question? And sometimes we can be in spaces, I want to name that, we can be in spaces that don't truly embrace or accept mm-hmm. or want our authentic selves. They want people to just come in and be like, I'm good. I'm fine. Yep. And they don't. Yep. And we have to interrogate that to say, okay, is there a way for me not to be part of that space? Is there a way for me to transform that space? Or, you know, leave that space. That part. And you have to be, I think it comes down to being committed to radical self-love. 
Like you, if if you love yourself and you really, really pour into yourself, right? Like, yes, I do believe that there is a thing as, as toxic positivity. I, I believe that. I also think that you showing up as your authentic self is never toxic. <laughs> I, I firmly believe that. I believe that when you have to wear the mask, when you have to code switch, when you have to teach your children to code switch in order to be safe, all of that is toxic. We are not toxic at our core. We live in a toxic society and we kind of take on some of that toxicity. And I, I really, really do believe that. And so I guess I could talk to you for, girl, you got a whole new client. I'm about to sign <laughs> up, okay? I'm gonna tell you right now, you got a whole new client. I will make a way because I'm so deeply connected already. I just, from the moment you started talking, I thought, oh, yay, Th- this is it. This is a good, this is good. I feel this. So we are definitely gonna connect after this. But I guess when when I wanna think about you know, the world we live in, you said like, you got to be able to either, you know, to walk away from those places that don't allow you to be. And that's hard, right? It's a privilege to be able to walk away from some of those things. And so we definitely got to name that. Everybody can't just walk away from a situation. What I'm starting to learn and what I'm starting to really think about is, I think about how our parents and And when I say our, I'm referring to people of color and not obviously I can't speak for all of us, but I, there are a great deal of us who have sat down and had conversations about staying safe in certain situations. You have the police conversation, you have these things. And I think about the why behind it. Obviously our parents wanted to keep us safe, but now I'm at a crossroads, right? I'm in this position where do I teach that to my own kids, right? Do I teach my kids to uh, put masks on in certain situations to get a job? Do I teach my own kids to um, tone down who they are to be seen as more acceptable? And I woke up one day and I refused. I said, I'm not going to do it because either I'm going to teach my kids to be inauthentic or I'm going to demand that the world allows them to show up as they should be able to, as they should be allowed to as themselves. And so that is where I'm at now. I refuse. I refuse. And that comes down to radical self-love for myself and for my children and for everybody's kids because we all should be able to show up in this world as ourselves, but we're not there yet. So when you're thinking of advice, when you're thinking about being authentic and spiraling deeper into it, what advice would you give to our, our dear listener here who said, you know, I don't mean to dismiss your ability to do that, We've talked about how we, we arrived here, right? We're here and I'm so happy. And again, it's not linear. Some days I struggle and some days a mask will be put on just because it's easier, right? But I don't want to live that life anymore. I am committed to showing up in all spaces as myself. For the people who are on the edge, the people who are so close, and even the people who are way out there, what's the first step to living your authentic life? For the people who are, let, let's start there. For the people way far, the people who can't even see authentic, what's their first step, right? Because some of, some of us have lived a life that doesn't look anywhere near the life we really want or are true to and things. There are people who have lived completely closeted lives, right? So what does that first piece of authentic look like for them? How do they even touch it? Let's start there. I would say, tell yourself the truth in that moment. What is that Mm. truth that makes you unlovable? Right? Because there are some truths we believe it makes us unlovable or that it makes us no longer belong to whatever community or family that we're a part of. And start Mm. by telling yourself that truth. 
and then finding and who told one us person. That lie, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. who told us the lie? But sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what the truth is, you can not belong anymore. So, yep. start by telling yourself that truth and being like, "This is actually who I am. This is, or this is, this is the truth about me." And then finding someone who is who can hold that space for you so that you can maybe tell that one person the truth. Mm. And then going from there, that's the first step. And that yeah, that person could be a therapist. That person could be a really good friend that you know is going to love you no matter what, or a family member or a, a, a coach or a colleague. But I also think that healing, is, it happens in community. Like it happens, it doesn't happen siloed. So the reason why we're so far away from our authentic selves is because at some point we learned it wasn't safe to be authentic. Yes. Right? We, Safety. Yeah. We, we learned it's not safe for me to be authentic. I need to show up as X, Y, Z to be safe, to be accepted, to be loved. Mm. So we got, it's almost like a repatterning, a rewiring that we have to do. Yeah, it's an unlearning and learning to embrace who we truly are. Ah, unlearning to embrace who we truly are. Let's just, unlearning. We have to unlearn so many things. We have to investigate all these things that we believe. Why do we believe them? We have to... I, I just want to make sure there's so many nuggets in this that I want to make sure that I'm getting it because if I'm getting it, I believe our listeners can get it too, right? So we have to unlearn a lot of things because even almost like a safety mechanism, a defense mechanism has taught us to show up in the world the safest way possible and the safest way possible isn't necessarily the most authentic way. Um, and so we need to make sure we start telling ourselves the truth first, Right. So we tell ourselves the truth first. And even if that truth is quiet, once we start to tell ourselves the truth, our truth, we can make it louder, right? We can make our truth louder by finding someone who can, like you said, hold space for that truth. And then I guess my, my last question is, and when we avoid telling our truth to someone, there's obviously a reason, Right. So maybe they don't feel like a safe space to us. And that's why we've been hiding that or why we're, we're not telling them a part of our truth. Are those the moments that we have to decide to let something go? Like in that moment, when we are really contemplating, okay, I can't show up to myself as myself in this job or this relationship I love, but I'm hiding this part of myself. How do we decide what to keep and what to let go of? And that is how I want to wrap. Because I think that's what our listener is struggling with. It's like, it's the loss, right? Everybody would show up their authentic self if they weren't worried about the loss. But you lose people sometimes when you show up as your authentic self. But what's worse, losing people who would never accept you anyway or being able to live the way that you deserve to live? And so like, walk me through that. Yeah, you either lose people or you lose yourself. That's it. Yeah. That is it. And the people who are around you, if you lose them, they weren't, they were maybe for you for a time, 
but not for who you are now. And that's okay. Practicing non-attachment. Yeah. And, and so many of us get so far away from who we truly are. And we have to ask ourselves, is it worth losing myself? And if you feel, I don't, I don't know one person who will think that it's worth losing themselves. But if you feel that, then that's another level of like interrogation of like, yeah. well, where, how did I learn this? How, why am I not worthy of being my full mm. self? Why do oh I feel goodness. I'm not worthy of being the fullness who, of who I am? Because when you're not the fullness of who you are, you can't share your true gifts. Mm. What your true gifts, and I believe if when we're in our true gifts, it's it plays a role in the healing of our own healing, but also the healing of our communities and the healing of our planet. So when we're not in our true gifts, we're we're actually preventing healing on so many different levels, right? So it's not just about, you know, me, 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 me. Showing up in our authentic self has actually a more of a global impact because we're having this conversation now. And if I, if I didn't make a choice to show up in my full self more than I make a choice to not show up in my full self, we wouldn't be yeah. having this conversation. Mm. And this conversation is going to hopefully touch even one person, right? Or who can then touch another person. Yes. And that's it's the giving power. Us all permission. Exactly. Yeah. That's and that's the power of being your authentic self. It actually creates a ripple effect of healing in the way that you will do it. So someone could be a writer, but showing up in your authentic self, it will change and shift what you write about. Right. It will change and shift how you show up in a boardroom or on a stage or in an interview. That's that's what being your authentic self does. And that's that impacts globally. And everyone deserves it. Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone deserves it. And it's like people like you who felt it, who've tasted that it feels like freedom when you get to be yourself. And I'm going to stop us here, but I will tell you this. This conversation on a personal level was right on time in more ways than I can even describe right now. So I'm going to take some time to process this so that I don't just respond or react. <laughs> I'm going to process this. I'm going to follow up with a thank you and literally probably become a client. I am mind blown at your energy your calm confidence. You're, and that is authentic. And there's nothing fake about it. It's so genuine. And it was needed. I was looking for you and didn't even realize I was. I needed you to show up today. This person, this connection. I want this for everyone. Literally. So thank you. I'm probably going to get off this podcast and sob hysterically, but in the best way possible. So I just want to say thank you because my God, you are a gem. Aw, thank you, you Miss Danielle. Oh my God. I am just so grateful that there are people like you that exist that are urging people to change and be authentic and talking about the ripple effects of it and how it will literally change the world. And you believe it. 
And I believe that. And sometimes I feel like I'm out here on this island of belief by myself. So when I see someone and I hear someone else talking the way that I talk about every single day, it makes me feel different. Like there's more of us, <laughs> right? And so thank you so much for being here today. I, I'm just, I'm grateful. I, I gotta say, I, I just gotta stop because I'm overwhelmed in the best way possible. And normally when I'm overwhelmed, it's negative. <laughs> <laughs> and this is really good overwhelmed right now. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. It's really been an honor and a pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad that you're in your authenticity and doing this show and helping so many folks out. So thank you. I'm crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so fun fact. After we wrapped our interview with the wonderful Therese Couture, I was sobbing. <laughs> that happens sometimes uh, here on Help a Human Out. It was such a great conversation. It is not easy to show up as your authentic self. Let's name that. Let's, let's hold space for that because we are kind of asking you to do almost the impossible, or at least that's what it seems like, right? Because we live in a world that is constantly telling us, hey, you have to look like this, be like this, sound like this, dress like this. And how on earth can you be your authentic self if the world is constantly telling you to be somebody else? It's difficult, but it is not impossible. And just like Therese was telling us, we have to really, really think about who we are. Peel back those layers. Think of yourself like an onion. I know it stinks, but hell, it's important, okay? I know how important it is because I have tried to peel back those things. And I gotta tell you, it is not easy by any capacity, but it is worth it. It has been so worth it. Therese was so powerful in the things that came out of her mouth. That is being authentic. She didn't have to double think things. She didn't have to pretend to know answers that she didn't have. And she created the terminology. I've been looking for terminology for so long. She said, spiral deeper. And honestly, that's what we're gonna, that's what we're gonna end with. Because at the surface, you're just at the surface. There's always something deeper, right? There's always something behind the why. Sometimes people say, well, why, why don't people do this? No, we have to ask ourselves deeper questions. Why are people so afraid to heal? Why are people so afraid to be their true selves? And why is living in this world not conducive to letting people be who they deserve to be. Be who they're meant to be. Spiral deeper, friends. Spiral deeper. It's beautiful. We should put it on a t-shirt. Let's put it on a t-shirt. I think we're going to do that. Spiral deeper helpers because being surface level isn't helping any of us. It's not. Spiral deeper. Thank you so, so, so very much, Therese. I'm normally so much better with my words, but that was one of those conversations that I'm going to have to process myself. So if you're thinking as you're listening, man, that was a lot to process. I'm right with you. I'm processing. I feel good, but I am for damn sure processing. So we can process this together. Um, again, thank you, Therese. Thank you so much for your conversation, your uh, vulnerability, your transparency. 
Sis, thank you for the authenticity, okay? Let's just call it what it is. Um, thank you for our Instagram DM. Please, please, please keep sending them. Send us your voice memos. If you have a question that you would like us to answer, send us an email at podcast at stillkicking.co. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. You can DM us there too, at Haho Podcast, at H-A-H-O Podcast. Help a Human Out is produced by Emma Martins and Red Yoakum of Red Rock Music. It's brought to you by Still Kicking. I'm your host, Miss Danielle, trying to be as authentic as I can be. We will be off next week. But don't you worry, we will be back. We've got some amazing content and people coming soon. I have a secret, I have a secret person coming on the show. I want to tell you so bad, but I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to do it until they are coming. Look at that. You don't even know gender, but it's a big person. It's exciting. I'm excited. I can't wait. We can't wait. We will see you next time. Big things are coming on. Help a human out. Stick with us. We love you and appreciate you. See you next time. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com